On this episode of the iFilmmaker podcast, we're talking about quoting your services. Welcome back to another episode of the iFilmmaker podcast. My name is Ariel Martinez. Welcome to this solo episode. This is our first solo episode of 2021. And I want to go over my method for quoting my services. Now, I want to put a disclaimer at the front right now. This is not to say that this is the best way to do it, that this is how you absolutely need to do it. This is how I do it. I have received many messages on how to quote, what to quote, how to structure that whole ordeal. And what I'm going to share today is what I have found to be very, very useful to me in the many years that I've been freelancing and quoting my services. It's evolved over time. And this is where it has gotten to. I am nine years into my career and obviously the way I was doing it at the beginning is not at all the way that I am doing it today. And that's what I'm going to share with you where I'm at today, how I'm doing it, the methods that I use, the programs that I use, etc. So we're just going to jump right into it. When you get a phone call, when you get an inquiry for your services, it's usually by means of an email or a phone call. Usually it's a client that's looking to See if you're available for an upcoming shoot that's happening in your area. They need you to do a sit-down interview. They need you to go do some interviews and some B-roll, etc. There's a bunch of different things that they can say. Now, first of all, you want to start discerning if this is a serious client or not. And you can usually tell that by the way they ask you these questions or the way that they approach you. For example, if a client is asking you, how much does it cost to shoot a video? That is a very generic question that comes from someone that has probably never paid for video services before. A more appropriate question, a correct question would be, are you available on this day and what is your rate? That seems like a more a question from someone that has probably done this before. You know, there's different methods also to to sort of ask the question, but the more you do it, the more you'll find out who's serious and who's not. Oftentimes, even from that very first question that they ask you, sometimes they'll start shopping around. What cameras do you have? Uh, what what does that price include, et cetera, et cetera. My method for getting around those questions, because that's very vague information to give them a price. I can't quote that because a video, quote unquote, is just so complex. So I start asking questions. What are you trying to accomplish? What is this video for? Is this part of a series of videos? Are you going to require interviews? How many people are going to be in that interview? Do you need to hear the person that's asking the questions? Are you going to require me to bring my lights? Do you already have somebody for that? Do you need my audio kit? All these questions are going to help you better understand what your client is going for. Those are just the beginning preliminary questions. Now, the real good clients the clients that are serious about what they're asking for, they know what to expect and they have the money to pay for it, probably are giving you that information before you even ask. That's how you know they're serious. That's how you know that they've done this before. And those are the clients that when you give them a price, more likely than not, they're probably not going to give you any pushback. Of course, there are instances where their budget is a little bit less, but they actually understand that. So first things first, fully understand what your client is going for. And you don't have to know everything down to the nitty gritty. You just wanted to know enough to do your job, 
Do you want the audio into the camera? Do you want the audio externally? Who's going to be editing this? Do you want flat profile, S-Log3, or do you want that color baked into the image for faster delivery? And so on and so on. There's a plethora of questions that you can ask to better understand what your client is going for. So that's just the first step. Understand what your client is going for so that you can better provide a service to them. You can absolutely know exactly what you need, the tools that you're going to need to get that job done. Other questions can consist of, how do you need this footage? Do you need a drive to go with? Am I uploading it to a server? What is your method of payment? If your client is already answering all those questions before you even ask, you can probably bet that they're serious about what they're looking for. If they're basically clueless and are probably trying to nickel and dime every service you have, more likely than not, I would, in a polite manner, let them know that I can't help them on this. And I would probably just recommend somebody that might take the job for a lot less money maybe a PA that I've hired in the past or something like that. So another thing I wanna advise you guys to do is to create a rate card. I call it a rate card, you can call it a rate chart or your pricing chart, whatever it is. But what this basically is, it's a chart that lays out all of your prices in a form that's easy for you to follow. And just to give you an example of what something like this would look like, on the rate card, it would have the price for me to be out there without any equipment at a certain price. And then I have two prices, my half day rate, my full day rate. So my FX9 has its own price to be rented. My A7S3 has its own price to be rented. So it is my rate plus the price of that camera that you're needing. My lighting kit has its own price. It's tedious to put a price on every single light that I have at least. It's just too many lights to, to sort of keep track. And I kind of like to take all of it or most of it because I never know what I'm going to need when I get on set. So my lighting kit has one fixed price. Now, things like my Pavo tubes, that's kind of a specialty light. I don't take that on every single set. If it's requested, that actually has its own price as well. So I have my, my, my lighting kit price. At the same time, I have my audio kit price. Again, I don't charge for individual audio items just because I don't know the methods I'm going to need to mic up my talent. So I just have a basic audio kit price. With all that said, more often than not, I'm getting hired to do an interview on most of my jobs. So what I already have bundled together is a basic interview package. And what I do is that includes myself, that includes my camera, that includes my kit, my lighting kit, that includes my audio kit. And that has its bundled price. Now that same bundled price, if the client is asking for a second camera, that second camera is gonna have another price to it. However, it's now going to include a production assistant. You see, because now I got two cameras to be in charge of, and that price has to go higher because I'm gonna need an extra pair of hands to help me with all this equipment now at the same time to monitor the cameras while we're shooting. And then at the very end of the rate card, I have a bunch of what I call add-on items. My slider, the motor for that slider, my gimbal, my RGB tubes like I mentioned earlier, my easy rig, my teleprompter. If you wanna record audio externally, now I'm, in, now I'm including my field mixer. I have a director's monitor if they need that. These are all little add-on items of equipment that I own, but I can add on to the final invoice. Anyways, what does this mean? What is a rate card for? What's the point of explaining how I do break down my rate card? Now, the purpose that I have the rate card really for is so that 
I'm not going back and forth and changing my prices on my clients. There have been several times where a client has asked me to do the same job that I did for them just three months ago, but I'm quoting them higher. Why? Because I didn't have a set structure before. My prices are changing depending on how I feel that day, essentially. And what happens is sometimes my clients would find out and they're asking me, wait, why is this price higher now when we're asking for the same exact thing you did before? I really didn't have an answer for that. It was quite embarrassing, really. So I created this rate card so my prices remain consistent. One thing that has happened and actually happened recently was same thing. My client's asking, you know, why is the price higher now for the same job that you just did like six months ago? And then it hit my client. Oh, I just realized I added a second camera to this shoot and there was no second camera on that last shoot. That is why that price is higher. So that's why it's really good to have this so that you can reference. Now, I am not sending my rate card to every single client. I'm using it as a reference to myself of the prices that I should be charging. And that way I'm never lost. Another way that I use this rate card is there have been times where a client is simply shopping around for prices for the add-on items. So they're asking, you know, how much would it be to include the gimbal? How much would it be to take the director's monitor? How much would it be for that slider, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. So at that point, I would just offer my client, hey, let me just send you my rate card so you can see all of my prices and then you can kind of see exactly what you're going for and see if that fits your budget. At that point, your client would be super happy that you're that organized. That's kind of the feedback that I get. They're super excited that they can actually shop around for the services that they're looking for and see if that price fits their needs. Sometimes your clients will ask you if they want that motorized slider for that B camera. Sometimes they like that motion controlled. Sometimes they want the teleprompter and whatnot. So they start adding things and they don't know that that price is just getting higher and higher and higher. When you give them that final price, it's going to be pretty high. However, now you have flexibility and room for negotiation. Now you can get creative with your clients. Now, let's be honest. You guys are going to do the job regardless. But the point is you have room to negotiate now. You have your prices that are higher, but you can bring them low according to how you see fit. It's okay to start high and you can always go low from there. The sucky part is when you give them such a low price, but they were actually equipped to pay you much more. That sucks. Now that you know how my rate card goes, I'm going to have a link over at iFilmmakerPodcast.com where you can actually download the Word document that I use to create my rate card. And I'm going to let you guys go ahead and make your own rate card based on that. Make Put your own prices, put your own add-ons, put your own bundles. You can go over to iFilmmakerPodcast.com, go to the show notes for this episode, and download that Word document right there. It'll be a Dropbox link. Now, with all your prices already set with your rate card, now what you want to do is have them included in your QuickBooks. Now we want to move on to like the bookkeeping and sort of sending out invoices and estimates for your clients. One thing you want to do as a business owner, because that's what we all are, business owners, is have a bookkeeping service. I like to use QuickBooks. That is how I use and manage my books. In my services, in all of my services and sort of products that I I guess, offer my clients, everything that I have priced in my rate card is included in my QuickBooks. So if I charge $400 for the FX9 to go out, I'm putting on the line item $400 for the FX9. Same thing for the A7S3. Same thing for the director's monitor, the slider, my audio kit, my lighting kit. And each individual add-on item that I have on my rate card will have its own 
line item on my invoices. The reason I do this is because one, my client can see exactly why the price is what it is. They can see the price of each individual item and they always appreciate that. And two, at the very end of the year, when I'm looking back at all my numbers and I can see that my Sony FX9, an $11,000 camera, paid itself off 1.5 times. So it made me $15,000 this year alone. Same thing for the director's monitor, how much money I made off of the director's monitor. I can also see how much money I made off the slider, off the A7S III, and so on and so forth. These numbers matter as you continue to grow and manage your business and see from an investor point of view, what products can you invest in in the future to make you more money? This is the kind of stuff that, although not very exciting, is super helpful when it comes to building and growing and scaling your career, making wise, educated decisions on the equipment that you're purchasing moving forward. You need to understand that you're not just a filmmaker, you're not just a freelancer making videos, you are a professional business owner, you're running a business. So if you wanna grow and scale your business, you're going to want to start performing and maneuvering like a business owner. So I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I hope that you learned something here. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Ariel Martinez Films. Check out the show notes for this episode where you can download my rate card. It'll be in a Word document. You can go ahead and modify that however you see fit. And you can put your own prices there and use it as a reference when you're quoting your clients. So anyways, those are my tips for quoting your services. I hope this was helpful. Reach out if you have any questions. You can find more information on what I just shared over at iFilmmakerPodcast.com. Click on the show notes for this episode and you can find it there. Don't forget to follow iFilmmaker Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook and follow myself at Ariel Martinez Films. Thank you once again for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode of the iFilmmaker Podcast.